0: Hello, and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents around the world. I'm Tian Yu. Coming up in this edition, Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas is in Beijing for a four-day state visit. NATO has begun its largest ever air defense exercise in Europe. And former U.S. President Donald Trump is to face federal criminal charges in Miami. We begin in Asia. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas has begun his four-day state visit to China. The visit comes as the two countries mark 35 years of diplomatic relations. Feng Lei has more.
1: Palestinian president's visit comes as a further testament to the strong bilateral relationship. In the next few days, the discussions between both sides will likely revolve around ways to deepen the friendly relations between China and Palestine. An expert told me that there is likely to be talks on potential people-to-people exchange projects after Chinese and Palestinian governments signed a memorandum of understanding on Belt and Road cooperation last year. And notably, both sides are also expected to explore ways for advancing the peace process between Palestine and Israel as we await their upcoming meetings it is important to note that China has been a long-standing supporter of the Palestinian cause and President Abbas visit to China follows President Xi's visit to Saudi Arabia last year where he met with Abbas and pledged to work towards an early just and durable solution to the Palestinian issue and China has also expressed its willingness to aid in the negotiation process with Foreign Minister Ching gan in April telling his Israeli and uh, Palestinian counterparts that Beijing was ready to to help. China was among the first countries to recognize the Palestine Liberation Organization and the State of Palestine. China has also consistently supported the Palestinian people's just cause of restoring their legitimate national rights. And as a permanent member of the United Nations Security Council, China remains committed to working with the international community to find a comprehensive and just solution to the Palestinian issue. China's commitment to promoting peace and stability demonstrates that this visit holds significant importance for not just both countries but also the region
0: that was feng yilei in beijing the china-palestine relationship over the past decades has been marked by increasing mutual political trust Noor harazin spoke with officials of the palestine liberation organization and the palestinian ngo network
2: the plo says the visit by abbas reflects the depth of relations with beijing Last December, President Xi Jinping acknowledged the injustices suffered by Palestinians and affirmed China's support for an independent Palestinian state.
3: The People's Republic of China has always stood by the oppressed people, and the Palestinian cause is a central issue in the Middle East and the world. This made China support the Palestinian cause in international forums.
2: China has an important role in supporting the Palestinian cause, not only politically and economically, but also humanitarianly. It was one of the first countries to send medical aid during the COVID-19 pandemic. China donated 600,000 doses of vaccine to Palestine, sent teams of medical experts and distributed health parcels, protective supplies and cash aid to Palestinian refugees through the UN
0: throughout history china has always provided various assistance to ease the suffering of the palestinian people especially in the period of the covid 19 pandemic which had an important role in limiting the spread of the disease and helping the palestinians
2: china has pledged to work for what it calls an early just and durable solution to the palestinian issue Beijing has positioned itself as a mediator in the Middle East. Just this past March, it helped broker an agreement to restore relations between Iran and Saudi Arabia. This week's state visit by Abbas is another step by China to help the Palestinian people.
0: That was Noor Harazin on the China-Palestine relations. China and Honduras have issued a joint statement after President Xi Jinping held talks with his Honduran counterpart Silmaro Castro in Beijing. The two heads of state witnessed the signing of 17 bilateral cooperation documents. The two sides have also signed a Memorandum of Understanding on jointly promoting the Belt and Road Initiative. Castro is on a six-day state visit in China. She also spent two days in Shanghai. Wang Haiyan has more.
4: According to a joint statement, China and Honduras agree that the One-China Principle is globally recognized and forms the basis for China-Honduras relations. Honduras endorses UN Resolution 2758 acknowledging the People's Republic of China as the only legitimate government representing all of China, including Taiwan. Honduras resolutely supports the One-China Principle, opposes the so-called Taiwan independence and support China's efforts towards national unification. The Honduran president says her country is ready to join China's Belt and Road Initiative, marking a new chapter in bilateral relations. The two presidents have agreed to enhance policy coordination and development planning and deepen cooperation across various sectors. They are also committed to promoting openness, greenness, and integrity aiming for high-standard, sustainable, and beneficial outcomes for their citizens. In the initial phase of bilateral relations, a free trade agreement is on the table. China is encouraging its businesses to invest in various sectors of Honduras, including its economy, energy, environment, infrastructure, and telecommunications. In return, Honduras is welcoming Chinese investments and promises policy support and facilitation. Additionally, China aims to extend opportunities in health and education sectors to Honduras. Both nations have pledged to bolster exchanges and cooperation across an array of fields, such as finance, agriculture, education, healthcare, culture, tourism, technology, and media. Honduras aligns with China's proposed universal values and supports its global initiatives aimed at sustainable development, civilization, and security. Both countries value the importance of the China-Latin America Forum in their bilateral relations. They agree to collaborate on these global initiatives and the successful execution of the Forum's 2024 summit, working towards the long-term advancement of China-Latin America relations based on the principles of equality, mutual benefit, innovation,
0: openness, and public welfare. That was Wang Haiyang on a joint statement issued by China and Honduras. Turning to Europe, NATO has begun its largest ever Air Force deployment exercise in Europe. The German-led exercise called Air Defender 2023 brings together 25 nations and will last 10 days. About 300 people have protested in northern Germany, saying the drill underscores the rejection of negotiations with Russia and further escalates an already threatening situation. Trent Murray has more.
3: 250 combat aircraft are taking part from 25 different nations. More than 10,000 military personnel. It is an enormously... Uh, large uh, logistical operation for both the German military who are leading all of this, but also many other allied nations who have come to take part. We know um, from what we've been told from military briefings uh, is that there's a number of key areas that they are wanting to do drills on, including uh, air defence and protecting ground troops, uh, missile interception. Uh, We know there's also anti-submarine warfare taking place, as well as crucially, uh, airfield evacuation, measures. Uh, A lot of training uh, to be done. Uh, As I say, a huge logistics operation. Uh, uh, The lion's share of the aircraft are coming from the United States. Of the 250 taking part, 100 have been deployed uh, from the US. It was first conceived back in 2018, this initiative. So it's been in the works for some time. But of course, Europe looked very different back in 2018. So what was then scenario planning is starting to feel, I think, a little bit more real for many of those military planners, especially those from places like Poland and the Baltics, given what has happened in Ukraine. Now, we know that the central theme and and the message that's trying to be sent here is one of deterrence, but also one uh, of showing what a, a response to Article 5 would look at. Now, Article 5, as you might recall, is that quite crucial piece of NATO doctrine which says an attack on one is an attack on all. Military planners have been saying these drills are about showing what would happen in the unthinkable event that NATO was attacked, how all those European countries would work very rapidly and quickly together in response to that.
0: That was Chad Murray on NATO's Air Force drill. In North America, former U.S. President Donald Trump has arrived in Miami to face federal criminal charges. He's accused of unlawfully keeping U.S. national security documents and lying to officials who tried to recover them. Philip Crother has more outside the federal courthouse in Miami.
5: Well, first of all, and most importantly, the uh, former president is expected to plead not guilty. That's not a surprise, of course, uh, ever since this indictment was unsealed and ever since Donald Trump himself announced it, in fact, he has said that he is innocent. He's been talking about this being part of political persecution of him that this is election interference, as the former president as well. The reason, of course, being is that he's the front runner to get the Republican nomination in the presidential race on the Republican ticket again for the year 2024. He also says that this is part of what he calls a wider witch hunt against him. But what is there to expect this Tuesday from the president in terms of what he's going to do here? Well, he will be appearing in front of a judge here in this federal courthouse at 3 p.m. local time. The charges, we presume, will all be read to him, and that's when he will get the chance to plead not guilty. Don't expect, though, to see any photos or any video of him inside of the courtroom. They have been banned. A sketch artist will be there. That's probably all you're going to see. The former president himself has called on his supporters to come right here to protest in this case and to protest his innocence. That's why there's a little bit of tension here in the air as well. Uh, when a lot of Trump supporters come together and there might also be counter-protesters, those who might celebrate the fact that he's been indicted, well then there is that tension and a fear of possible confrontations. The last time he was indicted because he was in April already on state charges in New York City that had to do with those hush money payments to a, a former porn actress in the year 2016. Uh, and. In that at that moment, his poll numbers actually went up, fundraising went up as well. So the former president, Donald Trump, is going to stay in this race, there is no doubt about it. Some of his biggest opponents, the likes of the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, for example, have been defending him ever since this indictment was unsealed. Now, the only disadvantage that you might see from the Trump campaign's point of view is that the logistics of defending himself in court and running for president at the same time...
0: That was Philip Crowther on the federal criminal charges against Donald Trump. Turning to Africa, a United Nations spokesperson says rebels in the Democratic Republic of the Congo have attacked a camp housing internally displaced persons, killing more than 45 people. The UN mission in the DRC has condemned the raid by members of the armed group known as Kotco on the camp in Ituri province. Chris Okamringa has more.
6: The local leaders in Ituri say that uh, the group of armed men raided the uh, Itali displaced uh, people's camp known as Lala at around 2 a.m. and started killing the people indiscriminately. We've been told that uh, 46 people were killed, 23 of the victims were children, 13 were women and 10 were men. Uh, Now a leader, a civil society leader we spoke to in that area says that this attack was a reprisal attack carried out by fighters of the cooperative for the development of Congo Militia Kodeko, and uh, they were seeking revenge for the killing of one of their members by a rival uh, ethnic group known as the Hema. The Hema have a militia group known as uh, the Zaire. So uh, members of the Zaire killed one of the Kodeko fighters, and they decided to storm this uh, refugee, internally displaced people's camp, where many of the inhabitants there were people from the Hema community. So these reprisal attacks have been going on for quite a long time. Last year, uh, there was a similar attack attack carried out by Kodeco where 60 people were killed. The people in that area are very disappointed and they've been calling on the government to
0: do much more to protect them from these attacks. That was Chris Okamringa in Kinshasa. Before we go, here's a recap of today's top stories. Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas has begun his four-day state visit to China. NATO is holding its largest ever air defense exercise in Europe and former U.S. President Donald Trump has arrived in Miami to face federal criminal charges. That concludes today's top story, which brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Tian Yu. Thank you for listening.